need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome to episode three. This is a particularly special episode because we are recording on... Is it? Yes, it's a special little Boo Crew member, Boo Crew admin's birthday. (laughs) We have AMQ's... (laughs) Boo Crew admin. Boo Crew administrator. Three. Population three. (laughs) It is AMQ's birthday. Enter the crowd cheers. We're into like the Boots and Cats club music that you'd hear. I say Boots and Cats because if you emphasize the B in Boots and the C in Cats, you get a killer B. Andrew, I mean, not Andrew, Mallon. Who's Andrew Mallon? Just Mallon. Kick it. Okay. She has these, you guys can't see, but she has these very spectacular red, vivacious balloons behind her that are currently reading 53. Happy 53rd birthday, AMQ. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you don't look a day over 35. <laughs> oh, too funny. Thanks. So how do you feel? Exactly the same as I did yesterday. That's great. Exactly the same. That's the way it should be, right? You know. I remember the days when I used to think that I would, like, turn an age. Like, you know, especially when I turned 30. I'm, I feel like everybody must have been... There's always that age, but when I, when I was 29, on my 29th birthday, when I turned 29, I started crying because I was like, this is my 30th year. Like, I literally, at the st- strike of midnight, stri- stroke? Not stroke, strike? Stroke of midnight. The struck of midnight? Stroke of midnight. I said strike of midnight. S- stroke. Either way, it's weird. Now I feel weird saying strike <laughs> at the stroke of midnight. It doesn't matter. Bippity boppity boo. It was midnight. (laughs) And my 29th birthday and I was like, I couldn't even be happy about being 29 because I was already afraid that I was entering my 30th year because it's your 30th spin around the sun. Yeah. Like this is my 36th spin around the sun, even though I'm 35. This just got real scientific real quickly. But I didn't realize that you didn't like birthdays. Like there was a time period where you weren't a fan of birthdays. Yeah. You know what I think it was? My best friend, my man of honor, we celebrate our birthdays together always. His birthday is like literally eight days after mine. So we've always had joint birthdays, but he's significantly younger than me. So it would always be like, happy 11th birthday. (laughs) Not really, you know. And then it would be like, happy 31st. And you're like, ah! (laughs) I'm ancient. So it always felt... Awkward. And then we would try and decide. I remember the the pivotal moment when I turned 30. I was like, this is the last big club birthday we have, okay? It's the last one. 30. We're going out with a bang. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. And then (laughs) my 31st birthday, he's like, so like, do you want to go to an arcade? And I was like, yeah, totally. So I... (laughs) We went, like, back in time. I turned into a five-year-old for my 31st birthday. That's perfect. That's perfect. And I was was really excited to turn 30. Really? Oh, I was so excited to leave my 20s behind. I was like, because I feel like I was at, I mean, that's another day. That's another episode. But I feel like I was at the cusp of a lot of things. I mean, now that I'm in my 30s, like, when people talk to me, you know what people say things like, 
I got a lot of 35 is the new 25 yesterday. And I was like, thanks, friends. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know if you're lying to me and make me feel better or if you really mean that. It doesn't matter. Age ain't nothing but a number. It's true. And do I feel better at 35 than I did at 25? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Because I treated my body like a trash can when I was 25. <laughs> and I'm proud to say I don't do that anymore. I feel like that's what your 20s are for, though. Yeah. Exactly. To live through it and like feel it out, get your grounds. And then 30, you're like, I got this shit. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I feel like when I was on the other side of 30, that's when I was like, oh, this is actually pretty great. You know? Oh, yeah. Like just getting there. I feel like that's with most things in life, right? You're intimidated by a new job or moving to a new place or anything. But then when you're on the other side, you're like, okay, I made it. <laughs> I'm good. Everything's cool. The universe did not turn on its head. Yeah, I woke up on my 30th birthday and immediately gave less of a fuck. Really? Look at that. Oh, yeah. I I woke up with the, because I feel like I set the, again, power of intention. I set off my 30th year being like, I'm not going to give so much of a fuck. to like I'm going to wow. carefully distribute my fucks. And sometimes I need to be reminded of that, but that's a thing. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, AMQ. We're glad you're here. Thanks. Wish we could pop corks in real time. Another spin around the sun. Maybe we'll meet in real life before your 30, your 36 spin around the sun. No, this is my 36 spin around the sun. Before the next birthday. It's very complicated. I don't know, man. How the hell? This is why. I no, yesterday, yesterday I told Andrew, not Malin, my husband. It's very confusing. The two most important Andrews in our life are very closely connected to us. So I told him that. For your birthday, my birthday wish for you, that's right, I make, I'm making a birthday wish for you, is to be, yeah, no, I, you don't even get a birthday wish because I take your birthday wish away from you. That's <laughs> how selfish I am. The Ursula of birthday wishes. Yeah, I'm so selfish. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, for Becca's birthday wish of, for myself, for her, I would like to see her for her birthday. And he was like, right. Uh-huh. That makes no sense. I was like, yes, it does. I feel like we'll be able to. Okay. By May, right? Come on. By May? Man, if I can't see you by May. Guys, she is less than four hours away. Like, we are less than four hours by car away from each other. And we can't just mm -hmm. get in our cars and drive. I could just turn on a, like, a best of the 2000s playlist and just go for it. Just drive down <laughs> Very specific song choice of the playlist, but I'm not mad at it. Best of 2000s? Like, come on. That's like when Ashanti was cool, you know? Yeah, and Joe cracked the thong, uh. Joe cracked the dong, uh. Was that cool that I did that? Yeah. Okay, moving on, moving on. And Cisco. Oh my, oh my gosh, Cisco. This thing right here. <laughs> okay, let's reel it in. Yes, moving on. Let's reel it in. We have some great, <laughs> some great reviews as usual. Guys, I don't think you understand, Boo Crew, how much we appreciate reading them. And the downloads are just insane. We, again, we are just so grateful that this has really kicked off with legs of its own and it's running and it's all thanks to you guys. We do have some reviews. I have one from Kelly Roberts, Kelly underscore Roberts 27. The subject line is love with all caps. So that's how like you read it. Like love, like you're screaming it. All the self-love and realness you need in life. I've looked all over for podcasts that empower me and help me work on loving me. And this is it. Whoa. I know the gravity of what those words mean because I too 
was on the podcast search for some self-love podcasts. And then we just went ahead and made one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were like tired of uh, looking for one. <laughs> just do it ourselves. A little DIY action here. Just do the damn thing. I've got one too. I also really love reading through them. I will say something I noticed this past week reading through them is there's, there seems to be a trend and I'm going to leave this for later, but there seems to be a trend of, you know, words that y'all are using to describe us, which I super appreciate because when you, you know, go for something and you have a vision of how you want it to be perceived and how you want it to land. I mean, we're throwing something out into the podverse and we're like, wherever it lands, it's going to land, right? And it seems to be, knock on wood, landing exactly where we want it to. It seems that you guys are getting this, the message that we want and that's awesome. So um, I will be reading one from S. Bright Davies. So it's Sharissa. I love the titles. I know I've said this before. I'm going to continue saying this. Title is Moral of the Story. Listen, Linda, <laughs> in capital. Yes. <laughs> Want to laugh? Listen to I Got You, Boo. Want to hear things that are not often talked about and generally thoughts or moments we experience as women? Listen to I Got You, Boo. Want to be inspired? Listen to I Got You, Boo. Moral of the Story? Listen to I Got You, Boo. Honestly, two of the funniest, most down-to-earth humans who I love to listen to on my morning commutes and when I need a little pick-me-up in the day. Like, yes! There we are. We can end the episode. Exactly what we want to be. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're done. That's it. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> no, that's really it. That encompasses it all. It says it all. It does. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. Literally listen Linda's, which is so great. Um, also... Something that we should mention because I had two wishes for my birthday this year and I was apprehensive about putting them out into the universe because I was pretty convinced that neither of them would happen. Not to be negative, but I was like, more on the second one later, it was pretty unlikely that it would happen and it still did. But one of them was that I wanted the pod to have a thousand downloads by my birthday and... We're pretty dang close. <laughs> Recording right now on my birthday. We're pretty dang close. So again, like Becca said, we appreciate just all the support that we're getting. And beyond like the shares and obviously the downloads, it's more when you guys reach out to us and you tell us, hey, when you said this, oh, yeah. this really resonated with me because, mm -hmm. and you share a piece of your life, that means a lot to us. I hope you know that. And we don't take that lightly. When you are sharing a piece of your life, sending videos, oh my gosh, like video messages to our I Got You Boo Pod account, explaining how you felt in the moment when you were listening. Oh, it's just- It's, it's the, the best. best it's the best. So yeah. So good. So good. The best. The best. Birthday wish number one, true. Yes, there you go. We're going to keep the positivity train going with peaks of the week. So first one coming in hot. Pulls on my heartstrings in a very special way. Uh, Christy writes that her peak of the week is that from working from home due to COVID for almost an entire year has been exhausting. She is used to traveling and being on the road very often. And before COVID, it says, I'm going to use her words. I was complaining how much I had to travel 
and how that was exhausting. To say I could kick myself in the butt for saying that would be an understatement. So her peak of the week is to give myself some self-care and self-love. I decided on a whim to book a two plus week down to Florida to visit my parents and work from there. It is the refresh I need to give me back some peace that I've been looking for. And I feel like that right there is so important because there's so many things during this past time that we would are like we were sick of or that we would think was draining us. And then it comes to be the thing that also fuels us in a way, right? But I think that that's also the point that like we went from both extremes. We went from always being on to being completely off. And that somewhere in between there is the beautiful balance of life. Unfortunately, I guess we don't know those things until they're taken away. But I'm proud of you, Chris. Doing what you need to do, visiting parents in a very safe space, going right to their house, working from there, not going to Boots and Cats it up in Miami, doing what you need to do. <laughs> love that. <laughs> no Boots and Cats in Miami, but I love that. Well, please, no Boots and Cats thing. Good peak. I love that too because that that's like a very relatable, for me in particular, the hearing I used to travel all the time for work and used to complain about that. Feel that. Feel it. Used to live out of a suitcase. Now I live in my sweats. <laughs> so I understand completely that feel. Another peak of the week that we had, which is so great, is from one of our OG Boo Crew listeners, Jessica Seafried. She messaged us and said that she got an email letting her know that she had just been What's the word? Accepted. Yeah, that's the one. Accepted into a graduate program, which is so, so awesome. Yes. She's been working really, really hard during this quarantine, like head down, gotten to work. And so she got this message and it was so cute. It was, we got the email at like 11, 21 PM. <laughs> and then she says, I'm very excited to embark on this new journey and I'm wide awake now and can't sleep, LOL. So she thought she would email us and let us know. Oh, I love that. We're always here. Our email's always open, right? Love that. Always open. What's your other peak? Go for it. Okay, well, I have two peaks. I know I'm, so, it's all, it's the AMQ show this week. <laughs> it's my birthday, so. Did you guys know it was AMQ's birthday? You know it was my birthday? <laughs> so one is like, almost happening. Probably by the time this hits the podverse airwaves, I will have gotten my wish of a thousand downloads. Mm -hmm. So that's already being taken care of. Second wish was, as I'm sure all of us who've experienced a quarantine birthday, probably all of us by this point have at least close because we're, we're circling in on a year here. I just wanted to be able to see my friends in real life, you know? And so I was, I woke up and I was like, why would you do that to yourself, AMQ? Why would you wish something you can't have? Why would you do that? So then I was like, just kidding, edit the wish. And then I was just happy with my day. So we went hiking, we spent some time outside and my amazing husband, sneaky, sneaky husband was talking to some of my friends who are actually my interwebs friends that I met on the interwebs because I, in fact, work online, so most of my friends are online, and they were, like, sneakily making arrangements for them to meet me in the parking lot, like the, yeah, the parking lot, essentially, of the park where we finished our hike, and typical AMQ moment, okay? So we're drive the car's driving up on these three humans jumping up and down, holding, you know, a bag, a gift bag, cupcakes, and these these balloons that Becca, the aforementioned vivacious red <laughs> balloons, 
that Becca mentioned. They're jumping up and down with these 35 balloons behind them. And I look to Andrew and I go, oh, so weird. It, somebody else's 35th birthday out here too? Like, what? <laughs> How? How? How did I think it was somebody? And they're red, which is V-A-M-Q. I don't know. It's because I had literally, you know, we're, it's so unfortunately right now that you're so disconnected from the possibility of that social interaction that my brain just didn't go there. I was I couldn't possibly think that it was for me. Short story long. <laughs> My friend surprised me. My friend surprised me in the middle of a parking lot of a hiking trail on my 35th birthday with these balloons. And in my 35 birthdays, I have never had a surprise party or been surprised for my birthday. And I couldn't have asked for anything better. It was honestly the coolest thing in the world. That was such a great moment. And that was the first time you met in real life, right? That was the first time we met in real life. Yeah. So it was like... Double special. Yeah, that's really fun. I still can't even wrap my head around it. I can't believe it happened. I cried like a baby. Like I did the, you know, when your body buckles and you're just, you do the ugly Dawson's Creek face, that meme, you know the meme, the Dawson meme? I don't know what that means. Okay, yeah. Becca's never watched Dawson's Creek. We're, we're going to work on that. I will share the meme. I will share the Dawson's Creek face meme on our pod. The ugly Kim, Kim Kardashian crying face, I'll, I can imagine. It being like that, that, that meme, I can relate to. No, James Vanderbeeks is like, no, James Vanderbeeks is like way more aggressive. Wow. My point is, is that my knees like buckled underneath me. I was like, <laughs> it was, it was beautiful. Love that for you. It's really cute. Mine is a little bit of a different tone because I feel like it's been a little bit foggy. And I think AMQ, we talked about this earlier in the week that, I've been struggling with the balance. I feel like I'm half-assing a lot of mm. different roles and not balancing it out mm -hmm. accordingly. And I feel like I really took a second, gave myself grace, unplugged, and made a better plan of my time management. And I feel better about it. And I feel like it's a better plan moving forward because you want to do it all, right? And realistically, we can. <laughs> we just need to do it in a better way. Like I'm giving, you know, giving too much. And it was starting to make me really overwhelmed, really emotional, really like easily irritated. And But I was able to check myself. And I feel like when I'm able to check myself and then remove for a little bit, even if it's just an afternoon, I feel better about it. And that is usually in the past would have what cued a spiral where I just shut down and don't do anything in any of them. Yeah. But instead I was like, no, just take a breather. Yeah. Like don't quit. Just take a break. We have a better plan moving forward. It's hard to do all the things. <laughs> but they're all very things that, like, that's a huge That's a huge win. Yeah. You know, being able to recognize that the self-awareness, your self-awareness game is V-strong. Because being able to pull back, yeah. you know. But, I mean, in, in a time where you used to, like, dive into it, mm -hmm. you're like, no, 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 that's not. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the opposite. That's I'm going in the opposite direction than I need to. So then that's. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So a little bit of a peak peak pivot to our faves and fails. <laughs> a peak pivot. A peak pivot to our faves and our fails. I talked about it on my stories. My fave, I actually don't even, okay, yeah. My fave is the new Girl Scout cookie flavor toast yay. Mm -hmm. It is French toast flavor with like icing on them. And okay, it's a fave. I'm like salivating at the mouth just thinking about it because they're just so good. And I'm you guys, I hope you can I hope you can picture Becca as you listen to Becca because I get to I get the 
blessing of seeing her describe this. <laughs> Lots of hand. And she is really excited about it because it's just so good. And I'm not really a sweets person, but listen, one of my students came in offering them to me during PMS week. And let me tell you this, there have been years, there was years in the past where I knew cookie season, Girl Scout cookie season was coming and teaching like 50 plus kids a day. There's a lot of Girl Scouts in that group. And I would tell these little baby angels no, because I would restrict myself or because I couldn't control my intake of them. So I would look at these and I didn't think about it like that until now where I'm like, I'm sorry, like I can't this year or like. I can't pay for all the cookies, so I'm not going to get any and like, you know, moving forward. But now I was like, you know, no, I'm going to buy the Girl Scout just so my PSA for the day of the faves is buy the Girl Scout cookies. Okay, just buy them and you can have the self-control to not go. And if you do, I mean, a sleeve of Thin Mints, listen, I get it. They just pop their bite size. But Toast Yay is my fave of the week. Faux show. Toast Yay. I don't even remember the last time. I would have been in a situation where I was presented Girl Guide cookies. What are they called? I mean, I was a Girl Guide. Girl Guide? Oh, here we go. What? Canadian versus U.S. strikes again, which I don't think anyone noticed. Oh, you said Girl. Okay, first off, I don't know what a Girl Guide is. Oh, yeah. But episode one, no one, I don't think anyone brought it up because you're probably used to it, but we did the tricolor highlights. We did the O-U-R in like parentheses. Yeah. Because... AMQ spells things very differently than I do. Like favorite. I don't spell things. It's not me. This isn't an AMQ. Listen, a lot of things are AMQisms. This is a Canadian versus U.S. thing. This is not like AMQ decided to throw a vowel on a word. No. Tossing in vowels. You're so extra. Canadians are so extra that you even have to toss in vowels. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. (laughs) Canadians are actually not as extra. But listen, everybody likes guacamole, okay? Yep. So this is one of those things now. Girl guide is what you guys call them. I was a girl guide. Is that surprising? Can't you imagine me? It's the same thing. It's just called guide. Don't know if I love that. Girl scout, girl guide. Some people call them scouts. Some people call them guides. It's like tomato, tomato. Yeah, it's just like that. Mm -hmm. Same, same, but different. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a fave? Yeah, I do. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I, for the last five plus years, have been using the five minute journal in the morning to just write down what I'm grateful for. And I like it. I do. But I don't know, for whatever reason, this year I felt very compelled to uh, toss some love and support over to my girl, Rachel Hollis. And she's going to be our future boss someday. I can't wait. Yeah, she's like, we're totally going to be looped into the Hollis Co. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we're going to look back on this moment. We're going to be like, <laughs> this is us. This is us manifesting. Yeah, we got to manifest. I got also, I'm going to be real honest with you. Again, wish you could see it. But the start today journal that I got, it it says, let's go with lots of O on the front. Like, like Shanti. Like the way that Becca says it. Yeah. Yeah, the way Shanti, like, let's go, like an echo, you know? And I love it. Here's why I love it, okay? We know we love the manifestation. I mean, case in point, 5.2 seconds ago. Mm. We love that stuff. And she prompts you to write 10 dreams I made happen. So you're speaking as if you've already made it happen. And I always say something like, when you want something, 
cool, put it out in the universe. You already have it. You just need to get yourself there. It's just, you know, take some tumbles along the way. It's just, it's on your path. You, you already have it. You just have to claim it as your own. And I love that because I'll wake up and I'm here and I'm freezing my booty off in my little corner office and no part of me wants to be awake at all. And then I write down 10 dreams that I made happen. And within seconds, I am immediately invigorated. And Ooh. so I would say that that has been, Becca loves when I toss in big words. No, it, it was just a, not a big word. It was just a good one. It was a good one. It was a good one. Invigorated. <laughs> it's true. I really do. I love it. I also, fun story. I love the Start Today Journal and I started using it right before we met because I, I got it for myself for my birthday. So it was like right around where we met. Oh, wow. Guess what? The first thing on my list of 10 dreams. Yeah. You get ready for your goose? No. Ready for your goosebumps? <gasps> Launch my podcast was is on my Start Today <gasps> Journal. And that's what we did. And it was right before we met that I started. Oh my gosh. She just showed it to me. I yeah. did it. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. Yeah. Now I have to replace it. That is so freaking cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, so I don't really have a fail. I do have something that I just need to get it together. Because now that we're back in the building at school, I don't have the luxury of just like, PTA shower, pits, tits, and ass, and then just come onto the screen. Like I need to actually get myself together more. So what's been happening is I will wake up on time. Like I don't hit snooze. That's why I love my hatch alarm because you can't hit snooze. Like you just have oh, to get so up. Good. Yeah. But I'm still getting out of the shower and still sweating. So like I'm, I, I just feel oh. gross. Like you don't feel clean, right? Because like you're, oh my God, I'm still mm -hmm. sweating. So I showed up to work this week. <laughs> like a hot mess. Because I love this story. This is a good story. Because <laughs> I was trying to just like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do this. Everything's going to be great. I don't know where time went. It wasn't the length of the workout because I know what I'm doing in the morning. Like it's part of my morning routine. And I still show up. I was like, forget it. I'm just not going to wear makeup. I have a mask on all day anyway. <laughs> I show up. One of my kids, first thing in the morning, Miss Chico, you feel all right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, you look like you had the vid. You got the vid? <laughs> what? No, I just don't have my makeup on. Sit down. Please. It just confirms the hot mess that I already felt like I was. And when 10-year-olds, those little savages can call you out on it, listen, I get it. You're not wrong, okay? You feeling all right? Yeah, I feel fine. Not now, maybe. <laughs> now I might not. When I taught kindergarten- I feel personally victimized. Yeah, I was like, and like, you're not wrong, but also now you have an extra assignment today because now you pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't actually do that, but I wanted to. But that's really the only fail that I really felt like I just need to get my morning popping off or just give myself a, more of a cool down time maybe before I shower. Because that's not a good feeling. Ugh. That feeling when you're like, okay, but I'm, I'm toweled off and yet I'm still damp. Yeah. How is that even a thing? I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> this bitch really just used the term damp to describe herself. Let that sink in for a second. Listen, did you want me to say moist? Moist. Uh, okay, go um, ahead, AMQ. What was your okay. birthday fail? My. <laughs> go ahead. So, as I mentioned, we went for a hike. I need to pee like every five seconds, okay? This is a real thing in my life. Bless myself when I'm pregnant. Who knows how that's going to go? But... I was like, okay, I really gotta go. And I know I'm about to walk for five kilometers. 
and it is what it is. So I had to, you know, drop it. And I have this very bright red gasp winter jacket. And it's like a parking lot area. And there are people coming in and out. Not a lot, but people are coming through. I was like, well, I don't know. I have to pee. So <laughs> I did the thing where you squat and, you know, you prepare yourself to pee in the wilderness. Like, done it before. I'm a camper, you know. Well, let me tell you, I peed. So, like, I, you just, I couldn't aim properly. And I ended up witnessing an icicle form, a urine icicle form on my boot. A uricicle. disgusting. A, u- a uricicle. It was like... Malin, cue the song. Yeah. Who's going to know? <laughs> How would they know? Nobody's going to know. How are they going to know? Listen, you made a slushy. Uh, it was not cute. <laughs> How far away were you from the public? From the parking lot? I mean, people... Like, it was very obvious that I was peeing. Okay, because... I have, Were you? Are you ever worried that you're going to get a tick or, a, or an insect bite on your Pikachu? Not when it's minus ten outside. Oh, true. <laughs> Another Canadian American problem: minus ten degrees Celsius. I don't know what that. I don't know what kilometers mean. I didn't think a tick was going to fly through my snow puddle. Hey, <laughs> onto my Pikachu. Who knows, right? Who knows? But all I know is my uricicle. It's a very Canadian birthday you have. <laughs> You're right. It is very Canadian. <laughs> That's great. What did you do? I went for a hike. Then I peed in the woods. I ended up peeing on my boot. In the snow? The Canadian. In the oh, snow. my gosh. That's so funny. That was my fail, okay? Yeah. I have a hack. I have a TikTok hack I wanted to share with you all. Now, this might be something that you Ooh. guys all already know. I did not, however. So if you ever have, this going to sound like an infomercial, Tupperware. And it gets that, like when you have red sauce specifically, and it gets that stain on the red sauce in your Tupperware, and you're scrubbing and you're scrubbing, and it just takes forever to take it off. And it just doesn't. Or like the grease, sometimes grease on Tupperware is really hard to get off. So I saw on TikTok, if you put in your container dish soap, hot water, and a piece of a paper towel, and you put the lid back on the Tupperware, and you shake it like a salt shaker... Or shake it like a Polaroid picture if you're old enough to know what that song reference is. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. And then you take it out. (laughs) And then if you take it out, it comes off. The stain. It takes all the stains and the grease off your Tupperware. Yep. What? Yeah. That seems so simple. It does seem very simple, but it changed my life. And now I have like all this new Tupperware that I wanted to like, I just put it in the back because it's gross. And I'm like, I'll figure it out later. But now I tried it on all of it. And even like old stained Tupperware, it works on. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's revolutionary. I feel like, see, I'm not a TikTok person. I don't have the app on my phone at all. And I feel like that's the only thing I would, that I feel like I'm really missing out on is the life hacks. Don't worry. Things you learn. I got you, boo. (laughs) See what I did there? Oh, see what we did? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie this week. And I feel like this is just another one of those things that I think we're going to get to know each other a lot better with. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Hmm, I think I'd like you to go first. So meaning you're going to guess what my lie is? Yeah. My, I'm so nervous. Okay. <laughs> she has such a good poker face. I have an awful, I actually have an awful poker face. I'm the worst. I am, really? yeah, I am really not good at it. I'm not good. I also just realized that like 
I don't know why I think that because then I'm like, wait, do I think she's lying to me all the time? Yeah, no, I'm actually the worst. Why did I say that? <laughs> so I'm not going to make direct eye contact with you just like they teach you in the FBI. Okay. I don't know if that's what they teach you in the FBI. <laughs> I just watch a lot of crime shows. Okay. Here's my three things. You have to pick which one the lie is for my friends at home that have never played this game. I'm pretty sure everybody has. But two truths and a lie. So two of these things, there's the truth. One of them is a lie. AMQ is going to guess which one my lie is. I've never broken a bone. I can play the piano. And I'm incredibly superstitious. Wow. She's, oh, guys, no. the thinking the okay. face that she has on right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, I 100% know she's superstitious. So <laughs> that's... That's out. Um, it's ridiculous. It's like, listen. It's like, did you see a ladder? Don't walk under it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can blame no. my mother um, for that. I would say, don't worry. I'm also very superstitious. Okay. I would say, oh, <laughs> you know those moments where you feel like you're going to be a really bad friend if you're wrong? Well, no. These are like random things that wouldn't have come up in our friendship conversations. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like one of them might have. Okay. <laughs> Well, both. Oh, no. Wow, I love that this is actually difficult because I wasn't sure how this would go. I just don't feel... <laughs> okay. You were about to insult me. Yeah, I was. I was about to... <laughs> you just stopped yourself from... You were like, oh, wait, no. Let me just put my ponytail in front of my face and maybe this, this thought will go away. Okay, go for it. <laughs> go ahead. Is that going to be your lie? Yeah, I feel like the piano is a lie. It is. So you're not wrong. See? Oh. Yes! I'm not a bad friend. <laughs> I have never broken a bone, but I don't know how to play the piano. I wish I did. Maybe that'll be my next quarantine or, like, pa pandemic thing to learn. Oh, yeah? You're just going to invest in a couple thousand dollars yeah. piano? Just roll that baby in? How big could it possibly be? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, your turn. I can't wait for this. Okay. Let me think. Oh, here we go. All right. Okay. I camped on a glacier once. Oh, God. I'm afraid of heights. I'm 4'11". Oh, come on. You camped on a glacier once. You're afraid of heights. Well, I know you're 4'11". So I feel like you would clamp on a clamp. <laughs> camp on a glacier. <laughs> uh, and what's the other one? You're afraid of heights. You're not afraid of heights. No, but you probably did camp on a glacier, though. God damn. You're like Dora the Explorer. <laughs> and Andrew's like your boots. Or your backpack. Vamos! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> AMQ, friendly reminder. When you lean into the microphone, <laughs> it comes bursting through. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with final answer, glacier. That's the lie. Wait, final answer, Glacier is a lie? Yeah. Okay. No. Damn it. The lie is that I'm 4'11". I'm 4'10". Oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is a bunch of bullshit. I hate this game. Hey, man. It's a whole inch. Do you understand? Hey, an, an inch matters. An inch does matter. And I remember in my bar star days when I used to... <laughs> And I used to wear my like little two inch booties, like two guys, two inches in, in shoes is not very high. But for me, it like brought me above the five foot mark and I felt like a baddie. You could ride the roller coasters. Ro rolling through that bar, boots and catsing it up. Yeah. Five feet. <sighs> I'm pissed at this game. This is a bunch of horse shit. Bad friend. Bunch of horse shit. <laughs> bad friend. You are a bad friend, my friend. We're going to do a redo. We're going to do a redo next week. And I'm going to redeem myself.
<laughs> you just wait. All right, now we can get to business as to why we're here. Because it only felt right, only felt right on AMQ's birthday to have a little bit of a reflection slash love letter to your younger self. What is something, I guess we can go back and forth on this. What's one thing that you would tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self to make sure that she works to live, doesn't live to work. Ooh, good one. Because... I was brought up in a very um, work-focused, you know, household. Um, Both my parents were, you know, had multiple jobs all the time. They were entrepreneurs. And working a lot was just what you did. So when I was young, I mean, I loved school. I was one of those people who loved school and loved all things to do with school I didn't necessarily get grades, you know, I wasn't like the smart kid that got good grades without trying. I just really liked trying. That's just what I was. And just as who, I I was an overachiever then, I'm an overachiever now. The working hard part of my life was just the norm. That turned into, you know, working super hard to get into the university I wanted to go to for the program I wanted to take, which was super competitive. And then when I was there, it was, I wanted to be the best in my class. And it was a constant rat race and always needing to grow up a little bit faster for no real reason, right? I just was like, I need to outwork that person. I need to be the hardest person, hardest working person in the room. And that's fine. Totally fine. But that led to taking on too many projects and spinning way too many plates and it led to burnout. And if I could have taught myself, and I don't mean once, I mean a few times during my adult life and my careers, my multiple careers that I've had. And it was because I was just living to work. That was my be all end all. I didn't have hobbies. I didn't, you know, take a second to do something for me. And I just know that I could have learned a lot of the hard lessons that I learned earlier if or maybe had never had to learn the lessons, to be quite honest, if I just realized like, okay, don't, don't overwork. It's so, it's so much easier said than done, but I just think it's also a really, really valid thing right now because I've been talking to so many of my friends and my coworkers and my loved ones about never knowing there's no real beginning or end to your work day, you know, if you're working from home right now, for those of us that are working from home. Unless you make it that way, right? Yeah unless you schedule it that way, right? And I know for me in our household, I mean, it's not good because Andrew will work if I'm working. Like, no joke, guys. Like, I'll say, hey, I have a call or whatever. Or when we're recording the pod, Andrew's like, cool, I'll work for two hours. And I'm like, no, what? <laughs> just like, what? You don't have to work. Just because I'm preoccupied. Like, do, no, go for a walk or something. It's so crazy that we're now in this culture, right? Where it's like, well, you're working from home, so you're working, right? That's what you do. But if I had learned that earlier in my life, I could have really avoided, quite honestly, a really, really, really traumatic uh, burnout that I experienced when I was 21 years old. Oh, wow, 21, that's young. Yeah, it led me to putting like a complete ax through my journalism career, which I had wished for my whole life. And it was literally because I burnt myself out. So if I could have told myself that, it's just such a simple thing. Or if somebody could have, you know, you know, like those things you wish somebody told you, you're like, mom, dad, hey, workaholics RS, could you maybe yeah. have told me to just breathe a little bit? 
just but I think that you you don't you you have to get to that point though. Just from the short time I've known you, you have to get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm done. True. Oh yeah. Because like I'll still message you at midnight. Yeah, I don't listen to anyone. Yeah, I'll still message you at midnight. Be like, yeah, I'm just putting together this thing real quick. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Becca used to be like Becca used to be like. Do you like maybe think that since most of the world is sleeping, you should also be sleeping? <laughs> and now she's like, uh-huh, cool. Yeah, okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Mean it. I'm going to bed. Bye. Or I just stop responding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll text her and she'll wake up to like seven, like, because I still think I have BBM, you know? So it's just like seven. She sure does. <laughs> seven. <laughs> like one line, I am the send Tired still sent. <laughs> She's not kidding. She does that. And at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. If I hear my phone go off more than once, like not in my sleep, just at any point <laughs> in the day, I'll be like, okay. Or it's my watch. Like I'll be teaching and my watch is going off. I'm like, something awful has happened. Something great has happened. Or AMQ is just telling me something real quick. <laughs> it's, there's no, the notifications will go off evenly distributed for all of those things. So... <laughs> AMQ, do you need me for this conversation? No, you got this? Are you just working through something real quick? Okay, I'll just let it go. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I like that. Do you have a second one? No, you go, you go. Okay, so I have two. The first one would be, you don't have to be beautiful like them. You're beautiful like you. Especially in middle school and high school, I had to do a body-focused one because I would literally wear Spanx mm -hmm. just to school like or just out living in everyday life. Because I thought Spanx, I would need to wear them. I remember those days. Now, sometimes I think they're great. And sometimes they do make you feel good. Like, I think Spanx is a brilliant invention. But to wear in your everyday mm -hmm. life because you felt like you had to is insane. It, is, it really, like, that's just the, those little habits and those things that you do that add up to, like, your whole mindset and how you approach, um, how you feel about yourself. So that's my one thing, I would say. I also kind of like that you, like one of them still stands true with what you said about the girl guide cookies. Yes, girl guide. Is that you're like, friggin' get the dang cookies. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that was, you almost, you almost said that without realizing, right? I mean, this is so fed into who we are as humans now, but yeah. Get the freaking girl guide cookies, okay? Support the children. Support the children. <laughs> <laughs> Support the children. Like, how awful is that, that I felt like I had to, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to have them. When ultimately, ooh, light bulb moment, when ultimately that story is just a testament to how little I trusted myself. Because when you build that trust yeah. with yourself, everything else falls into place. And I still have Girl Scout cookies left downstairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whoa, see, there you go. See, there you go. Big one, it's important. During PMS week too. It's a celebration in and of itself. Okay, so I do have another one. My other one is mm -hmm. your authentic happiness lives within you and you'll never find it in the hands of someone else. And this, my friends, was the biggest lesson. I feel like we all have like those big lessons. This was for me my 20s. Whether it was your entire 20s. Yes. And it, I feel like that's also why my 30th birthday was so monumental because I shook it off. Like that was one of the, and you do, you, I felt like I stood two inch bar star heels taller 
when you release yourself of that because you realize that like, wait, I have this the whole time. Whether you want to be friends with a certain group of people or in a relationship, for me, it was a very toxic relationship. And I felt like you want to be the person that changes somebody, right? And ultimately, you diminish and minimize yourself when you put so much of your happiness in somebody else. So I feel like that would be the biggest thing. Probably bigger than any of the others is that like you have the happiness within you. You get you get to choose that. All the other things are a catalyst and an afterthought or a consequence as to how you're living your own happiness. So when it's in the hands of somebody else, don't give you have that power. Don't give that power like you have it. So I feel like that's what I would tell my younger self. Wow. That feeds. So I love I love us. So I love that this feeds so well into mine. Um, and I I like to, on my birthday, I always, I've made it a habit these last couple of years of making a list of 35, you know, this year obviously is 35 things I've learned this year. And, you know, a lot of them are repeats because they're just like who I am. They're ingrained into me. But one of them, and it has been very hard for me to accept this. So I'm taking my own advice every day during a global pandemic where you are isolated and quite honestly, you, you feel disconnected, more connected to some and more disconnected from others. You know, it's an odd, weird time with that. And for me in my life, I just wish somebody really early on. I don't know really when I wish somebody would have told me this. And I really do believe I would have listened to this lesson is that this one is the one I think I really would have listened to is that people will, there are humans in your life who will come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Sometimes very, very seldom when you are blessed AF that human, the, the one, there's one human who will cover all categories. And that's awesome. But y'all, most times they won't. Becca was just saying this. Is, you're saying the exact same thing. There have been so many times in my life where I have literally held on like it wasn't a Titanic moment. It wasn't like an I'll never let go. It was like I didn't let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I genuinely didn't let go. And it's crazy to think how much stress I created for myself wanting that other human to want the relationship or the friendship or just the symbiotic back and forth that I wanted when I was just filling that space with someone who didn't want to be there. And it's it's sad that we feel like we need to do that. And for literally so long, I could not accept that bless all my friends who might listen to this because you're going to know I'm talking about you, but there are some friends straight up, straight up guys that I had in my life that were enablers during a time where I did not need to be enabled. (laughs) They were, you know, my bar star friends and they were doing me more disservices than services. And I was basically showing every one around me, Hey, I'm battling an eating disorder big time and nobody cared or paid attention or was there as an advocate for me. And that was a big lesson I had to learn. Like, okay, these people were in my life for a season when I decided that I wanted to be 
not the best to myself. And I need to be okay with maybe they'll find me again and they'll come into my life for another season. But, you know, the reason they were there is because I had fun with them. And that's okay Mm -hmm. in that season of my life. Will they be my lifetime friends? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But too many of us stay in relationships, in, in jobs, in just social situations longer than we need to because I, I, I think it just comes down to we all want to be loved. We're humans. You, you want to be loved. You know, you want to be somewhere where you're loved. But why I'm flogging a dead horse trying to make somebody accept me that doesn't, I don't really know where that comes from. I mean, hey, we're unpacking it. But that would have been such a nice life lesson. Mm-hmm. And this year was something that I, it was something I've really had to learn. You know what? Actually, spinning it back to my birthday, I'm going to be real honest. We're going to get real honest, okay? Uh-oh. I feel like a lot of you can relate to this. So you know when you're waiting, you're getting all these beautiful messages, right? Your birthday, somebody's congratulating you on something, whatever it is, right? And you're waiting almost for like that one person or a few humans to message you. Mm -hmm. That's been today for me. It's like, okay, so like, is my phone going to ring? Like, I never have my phone on volume. I always have it on silent. But today I'm like, I'm going to keep it on like noise. Obviously not during the recording, but <laughs> it's like you're waiting for a certain person to text you or a certain message or a certain, you know, just expectation. Uh, what's the word? Yeah. I'm for a, like a validation. Like, hey, I know you exist. Hey, I'm going to tag you in this. So simple, right? Like a, a simple, like tag in an Instagram story from someone who means a lot to you and you don't get it, how crazy is it that I let that get to me? But I do. I'm going to be honest. Listen, 35 years old and still learning. I think that we're, that we're human though. Those things are still going to hurt. They're totally going to hurt. And you're like, it's okay. You know, it bleeds into like love languages. Not everyone speaks the same love language as you, AMQ. It's okay. You know, like yeah. just because they didn't tag you in an Instagram picture doesn't mean they don't love you. But then I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> oh my God. My brain just like, they obviously hate me. This is the cycle. Yeah. No, they don't love me anymore. They don't love me. <laughs> it's like, well, it's also hard because this is this is a year where that validation, we find ourselves kind of needing more because it's the only type of connection so we have. More. So I feel like, yes, I think we're human and those things are still going to sting and it's okay that they do. But like you said, it's so true. It speaks to the fact that they're in your life for a reason or they're in your life under certain boundaries. And I think that there's, I used to think that like when people would set up boundaries with, with me, it would be because they didn't like certain things that I needed to be different because that's yeah. I'm acting a certain way that is causing this boundary. But boundaries aren't bad. They're ways that allow people to exist no. with one another. Boundaries are not necessarily, when someone sets a boundary, when someone sends a ba- sets a boundary, it doesn't necessarily mean it's about you. And that's another thing mm-hmm. is that it's hard. I take everything very personally. So naturally in a time where I can't see my friends in real life, like I can't, get in a car and drive to Becca. All I wanted to do was get in a freaking car and drive to to PA for my birthday. Surprise for my birthday. I'm surprising you. That would have been so (laughs) awesome. But in a time where you can't do that, yes, I've been hyper-focusing on the things that make me feel loved. Like I just, you know, it's just- I think everybody has. That's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very human thing. But for me, because I take everything so personally, you know? And ultimately, this was a huge- life lesson is that 
you don't have to like need validation for love when you are love. When you do that in your own yeah. and, and, and when you do that with the relationships that you have and you put yourself first and you are love, you don't need it anywhere else. That's really hard to do. <laughs> I feel like you and I have both. Yeah. That's been what the whole journey, self-love soldier, all of the things that you hear over said and overspoken on. There's a lot of deep rooted stuff underneath all of that. And yes, some people use it very frivolously. But when you sit down and have conversations like AMQ and I like to have, especially on this podcast, you see that it's not just a commercialized phrase, which I think it has become, see with body positivity, these are phrases that I think have been over commercialized because that's what people are seeking. So when you hear someone saying that, you're hoping that you're going to make that connection because maybe they're looking for what I'm looking for. And, um, or maybe they're speaking to something that I'm looking for and, so often we find ourselves disappointed because the expectation for that is so high. But ultimately, when you really put in the work to like be love, that validation and those things, they sting for a minute because we're human. It's not the, it's not to avoid those yeah. things and those feelings. Those feelings are all very valid, but just not letting them consume like they used to, right? They would be debilitating hurt when someone wouldn't act according to what you expect them to. And like you said, people people's love languages, people's relationships, people's boundaries are all very different, but they're also very beautiful because it leads us to avenues where we can coexist and celebrate and love on each other. So I think that that's really great too. But again, okay, here's my question for you. Do you think that if you were told these things when you were younger, that you would have actually been able to internalize them? Or do you think that it was still something that you needed to experience to get to where you are? I feel like if somebody had introduced the concept of going out into your, let's say my adult life. Let's, let's just say I left high school. And if somebody had introduced me to the concept that, hey, you're about to enter some interesting stages in your life, be cool with <laughs> your university friends, maybe being your university friends, your coworkers in this one place of employment, maybe not continuing to be your friends forever. Just the concept, right? Mm -hmm. For me, because I'm, I just love people. Humans are my thing. I just love human interaction and I want to keep everybody in my life, right? I just have always wanted to be everything to everyone, which is impossible, obviously. Can't make everyone happy or not tacos, you know, but I wanted that so bad that I feel like if somebody had been like, hey, AMQ, go into life knowing that there will be ebbs and flows of who comes in and who comes out and don't kill yourself to try and keep everybody in your circle. I feel like if I had just been told of that concept, mm -hmm. which sounds so crazy, right? It's like, duh, AMQ, you don't need to make everyone happy. But it wasn't a duh. It was not a duh for me. Or it's said, it's said, people say that people, like, you're not going to like everybody, like, everyone isn't going to like you, you don't like everybody, like, that's the thing. In the aspect of ebbs and flows, and that it's okay that these things are happening, and it's okay that people come and go and wave in and out, like, that that aspect of it, yeah, that's true. That's something. Out of high school. Yeah, like, making everybody, ha like, of course, we want to be, yeah, like, we want to be liked and all that stuff, of course. Yeah. But it, it is the the ins and outs that, because I have people in my life who've disappeared and come back. Yeah. And only when I got them back, I was like, oh wait, oh shit. Like this is that moment of, 
you know, reason, season, lifetime type thing. And, you know, I've, I've gotten up there in my life now where I've had the opportunity to have people leave and then come back again. Oh, yeah. And then some don't, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like I would, I feel like that one I would have listened to. I feel like if somebody tried to tell me not to work so hard, I would have been like, bish, please. Uh-uh. Spoiler alert, she does still say, bitch, please. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she does still dismiss that thought. <laughs> hey, AMQ, maybe do four things today instead of five. No, I want to do six. Yeah, okay. That's actually pretty accurate. Well, I'm glad you had a very good birthday. And I think that this could be a series that, like, sticks around because there's just so many things. Like, that's what the beautiful part of all of this is that, like, our stories are still unpacking and they're still unraveling. And like, that's what life is. But if you don't take a second to sit and think about how far you've come, um, even in the little things, those little things that you do and the little ways that you think end up making these big moments where you can reflect and look back and be like, damn, I really have come a long way. And that deserves to be celebrated. Do you think you would have listened Like for yours? I don't think I was told some of those things and I just think I needed as painful as it was constantly. Like how many times do you have to learn this? Yeah. It got me here. So I can't be too mad at it. Right. I feel like there was, there's a moment. It's almost like a grieving where you're pissed at yourself for thinking that way or doing that thing (sighs) over and over and over again. Like how many times did you have to listen? But I can't be too mad at it because it gave me the peace that I'm in now. And I wouldn't trade that shit for anything. (laughs) And it's still something that's a work in progress. It's still something you need to catch yourself doing. Um, But yeah, it was a hard, it was hard, but it was, it got me here. So you can't be too mad at it, you know? Um, No regrets. (laughs) No regrets. No regrets. Rygrats. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. This is going to be a fun thing to look back on, though. We got a lot of good answers. A lot of things. You know what was so interesting? I got about 50 responses when I asked people, and they all were very similar to what we've spoken on, which I think is so interesting. I think it's just because of, like, like the world we're in right now. I think that you're, we're really hyper-focused on, on relationships, Right. Because what else do we have right now? I mean, I'm not trying to be, I'm not like, listen, I'm not trying to be like gloom and doom, like, oh, what else is there even? But (laughs) in a time where so many of us Mm -hmm. feel so disconnected, we're leaning into our relationships, building new ones, repairing old ones, revamping the ones that exist. Like relationships are so important right now. So I'm not surprised that a lot of them, a lot of the answers reflected this stuff. Makes perfect sense to me. And there's going to be more to this, guys. That's why we're here. We love to hear from you, as always, whether it is in the DM or at our hello, hello with three O's at igotyouboopod.com. Follow us on our IGs. You get the daily. It's a daily bunch of this, really. (laughs) Lots of this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's about that time, I think. It's your birthday, so go ahead and take us out. Yes. Well... Like we say at the end of every episode, and like we discussed a ton on this one, life is tough, but so are you. And if you need help navigating it, I got you, boo. Okay, thanks, love you, bye.